Hey everybody, welcome to this episode of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast. Excited to be with you today. Excited to have a dear friend of mine on as well, and that is the dental insurance coach, Colleen Huff. Hey Colleen, how are you? Good, Kevin. Thanks for having me on. Hey, I'm excited to have you on today. I think you've got a great message that our dental assistants need to hear. But before we dive into that, let's let them know a little bit more about you. Okay. So my name is Colleen Huff. I do call myself the dental insurance coach. I have been in the dental field for 29 years as of this month. Um, Started uh, back in 1994 at MetLife. I was trained to be a customer service rep on the phones. Um, My husband always said it was the best job ever because I got paid to talk. Um, And from there, moved to New Jersey and started in the dental practices. And while I was there, I learned everything from the ground up, from treatment planning to bookkeeping to I did some assisting. Um, I leave that to the assistants for the most part. Um, Discovered I like it a little bit, but not enough to do it all day long. Um, And over the years became management and then started um, speaking and consulting. Um, Started back in 2015, but stepped out of a practice uh, two years ago. And now I'm going around the country helping offices, you know, increase and understand their understanding of insurances, of coding, of what they need to do to keep their office um, in compliance and enjoying every minute of it. Very nice. Well, I'm glad to have you on today. And I've, I've got to just give a real quick tip of the cap because we did a podcast recently for the Speaking Consulting Network together. And I know you mentioned in passing that oral surgery was your thing whenever you were an assistant. I, I, yeah, I loved, I worked with an oral surgeon. Um, his name is, uh, Mendel Markowitz. He's still practicing down in New Jersey. Um, and he taught me everything I know. We had a full schedule on a day that the assistant called in sick and he used to come in to our practice once a, once a month and it was all wisdom teeth. And he said, I need somebody to hold suction and retract and I'll talk you through it. And, um, he was so much fun and taught me so much. And I really did enjoy it. I used to joke that my dream job was to work with an oral surgeon that didn't accept assignment of insurance. I would bill for them and get to assist like four hours a week. Um, I never did get that set up, but I used to joke that was my dream job. I like that, though. That, I mean, that's very specific, too. So yes. yes. <laughs> well, well, let's keep talking assisting a little bit. And I know, you know, like I said, I'm going to make sure that our, our audience has a link to the revenue cycle management talk that we did, because I think that's important for every team member to know. But one thing that I, I think you want to really emphasize today is the importance of coding and the, the dental assistant knowing the correct codes. And so what are you seeing in practices whenever you go in, whenever it comes to the dental assistants and coding? So, you know, there's been a real shift once we went digital. Um, one of the biggest things I realized in my own practice when I was still in it is when we went to, you know, chartless, the coding and the whole way that we handled what we were coding for the patients shifted. It used to be, and those of you that haven't been in this too long won't understand this, but the assistant would bring me a chart up front and hand it to me and tell me what we were doing. And the administrative team would put the codes in. And so we were the only ones that needed to be updated. We might have had a discussion with the doctor, but it, it was imperative that we had that training. What I've realized and what I'm seeing more and more is the administrative team is handling those codes and they might put the updates in and they might figure out the pricing but there's not always that training being handed to the assistants. And yes, you have 
explosion codes and there's ways to do it to a point that you don't miss it. But the assistants are what you're in the in the operatory with the doctor. You're seeing and hearing what they're doing. And so one of the things I do when I go into any practice is I spend a three hour time span with the whole team, doctor hygiene assistants, as well as administrative. And we talk about the codes and we talk about codes that I'm seeing offices miss. We talk about where it's really the assistant that sometimes is the one that's pulling them. So they need to know if there's been something new. Um, and that's where I think it's really imperative for a good assistant to also make sure that they're getting that training, that they're making sure that they understand it. So when I was in the last practice I was in, I implemented every, we did it in February. We probably should have done it in December, but every February we would do a training with the whole team on the new codes, everybody. And that way my assistants knew why there was a code in a certain spot, because not all of them are going to be something that you can bundle. You know, if you don't know about the difference that there's a code now for a post-op, you know, if there's a code for a follow-up to a 140, those types of things, dentures, the cleaning of dentures, most people don't know there's a code there for that. And so the assistants, that part of it, I think they're missing. Um, and it's, I think it's imperative that they know that. And one thing that I'm seeing, you know, whenever I talk to assistants is that there's this next generation coming in. Some of them don't have dental experience. So they're being trained by another assistant in the practice who maybe doesn't have a firm grasp of the coding. And it's kind of that just deterioration of knowledge, shall we say. So where do they get the kind of training to know the codes? You know, if, if they feel like that maybe they don't have a firm grasp on, on what you just said. So there's a lot of different ways they can get them. The biggest thing is to ask if there's a code book in their, in their office. And if there's not, then that's a key. Your whole office needs new training because you should have a new code book every year. Um, and in the codes themselves, you can start going through and learning. There's um, I can, I do code training. Um, I'm going to be actually at the greater New York this year doing it again. And it was interesting when I was there last year for the first time, majority of my room was not administrative. It was doctors, hygienists, and assistants, which was great. Um, Teresa Duncan does, I'll give a shout out to Teresa. You know, she does a code training of the updates every year. There's a lot of different ways you can do that. And I would say, sit down with your doctor. The other thing is, if you don't understand a code or understand the reasons behind it or what it is, you know, talk to your other clinical team. Um, there's the, the, the hardest concept sometimes is the difference between all the different abutment words for implants and, and there's abutment of an abutment of a, you know, if you're not getting that, um, make sure that your clinical team is really explaining it to you and giving you those, um, tools for it. You know, um, front office rocks also has some training for, um, the, the assistants also, if their office participates with that. And we're going to put a lot of stuff in the show notes just so you can find it very easily. Uh, you know, Colleen, great source of information. And we're going to give her contact information whenever we're finished here. But, I, you know, one of the biggest things that I heard you say there is, you know, you've got to ask. You've got to say, I don't understand this. You can't just kind of fake it till you make it. Right. <laughs> for lack of a better term, you know. But I know a lot of assistants are worried about showing that they don't understand something for fear of, you know, that they're going to get called out or whatever it might be. Well, I think that's key is I, 
you know, I was not clinical and there's a lot of people end up administrative come from clinical. So they have that advantage. I came into dental very weird. You know, most people I talk to don't hit it into an office the way I did. You don't go from an insurance company into an office. And so I spent a lot of time saying they'd bring up a treatment plan and they'd have a description and I go, I, I don't know what that is. You know, can you tell me? And, and the plus you have as assistants in this day and age is Google is your friend. If you don't even necessarily feel that you could ask those other coworkers, Google it. I do that with a lot of my, my new team members. I tell them, you know, here's some of the basics that you need to understand. If you're even teaching administrative, the steps of a denture, you know, can be every doctor does it a little bit different or has a different approach to it. Google what those different terms mean and make sure that you understand. And that's the other, I think, challenge for assistants. If you're a new assistant and you get trained in one office and then you change jobs, you're going to hear different verbiage. And that for me was the biggest problem when I went from office to, if I went to a different office. And you know, one thing I know dental practices hate to say, or hate to hear, I should say is, well, we didn't do it that way in my old practice, but I think in this case, okay to say, we didn't do it that way. So I need to learn this one, you know, and, and understand, like you said, every practice may have a little bit different terminology. Well, right. I mean, I, I go into a practice and they all have their own, you know, abbreviations or text versions of things, as I say, you know, um, what I consider just initial scaling and replaning, I have an office that calls it IPT, initial periotherapy. You know, they all have, so we have to, we have to make sure and, and, and double check it. If they use a term and you're an assistant and you're not really getting it, ask them to clarify, because it might be something as simple as that. What does that mean to you guys? Um, if you have an older dentist, they might use terms different than a newer dentist. It, it, it's true. You know, it's a generational thing, you know, and, and I think with this generation coming in, it's really important to understand that they learn a little bit differently. They, they uh, work a little bit differently. And if you're of a certain generation, you know, let's say like you and I are, we need to understand that about this next crew that is coming in and be willing to work with them on that. Well, and, and like I've said in the past too, they learn different than we did. You know, there's a, there's a definite difference between how we were taught, how millennials and how the, the next generation learned. And we have to, as opposed to being frustrated or upset or they're not doing it our way, we as leaders whether have to make sure that we're teaching the way they learn, you know, and there was, you know, for our generation, everybody learned the same way. The generations behind us were given the opportunity to learn in their in their comfort zone or whatever you want to call it but we have to adapt to that to otherwise we're just going to be frustrated that they're not doing what we need them to do and you know it, it's funny i was i was talking to an assistant the other day and my daughter's 25 so she's about that same age and she asked me uh you know what whatever i was talking about well is that on tiktok is that something i can find there and i was like i have no idea i don't go on <laughs> You know, that, that's not my team, trust <laughs> yeah. but yeah. it's, but you know, I walked away from that conversation going, if that's how they're learning, maybe that's where, you know, we should be some as well as making sure that we're reaching. Well, yeah. And, and maybe that is something, you know, as you're saying that it, I know a lot of people go to TikTok, not YouTube. I go to YouTube 
but maybe that's the new area. And like you said, we may need to adjust to that and start doing maybe short TikTok videos on how to's on TikTok. You know, I, I think we can learn something from this generation. They can learn something from us. You know, it's a, it's a beautiful thing all around. Um, I know our time's getting short, but I wanted to ask you one quick question because I know coding kind of goes into documentation and making sure that that assistant really has his or her doctor's back whenever it comes to the documentation side of things in the practice as well. So, so what I find is there's a lot of offices out there. If they're busy, they have the assistant doing the notes. And so my recommendation is to make sure most practice management softwares allow you to put templates in. So if you're a dental assistant and doctor wants you doing, and they're signing off on those notes because they have to sign off on those notes, please. Um, I would spend some time to sit down with not only making sure you have good comprehensive templates, but as an assistant, understanding what the, those, those terms mean from your doctor so that your notes are as accurate and as comprehensive as they can be. Um, one of the biggest trends in the industry from dental is we no longer send narratives for payment. We send a copy of your notes. And if those notes aren't comprehensive or, or complete enough, so as a good assistant, you can learn, you need to learn how the doctor, what he says translates into those notes, but setting up a good template so that you're not missing something is imperative. Just little things like that that can make or break, you know, the, and, and also help you be more productive. And also, you know, like we always say here at DA Nation, enjoy your day more. Don't be as stressed. You know, all those things are so important. Colleen, I know you're a wealth of knowledge. I know that uh, you're always willing to to talk, to help others. So let's make sure that people know how to get a hold of you and learn more about you. Sure. Um, I, they can go to my website, which is very easy to find. It's ColleenHuff.com. If they want to, they can also check out my Facebook page, which is the Colleen Huff Dental Insurance Coach. Um, or you can email me at dentalinsurancecoach at gmail.com. And I'll get back to you as soon as I can. I do say in this in the fall, I'm on the road as much as I'm home. So if there is a delay, I'll apologize ahead of time. But, you know, and if you have a doctor that even has a few questions, you know, you can also reach out on my website. There's a way or reach out via email. I have a, a calendar link. You can set up a 15 minute call. And I just a quick plug here because you mentioned it. I'm looking forward to seeing you at Greater New York. I know we're both going to be there. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, it'd be good to catch up and and uh, see you again. And and again, I love picking your brain on this topic too. So I always learn something whenever you and I talk. So thanks for being on today. I really do appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, Kevin. It's great talking to you. Absolutely. And, and hey, Dental Assistant Nation listeners, thank you for all you do. Thank you every day for what you do in the practice. But we always want to bring in those experts that help you understand how to do your job even better, how to enjoy it more, how to be more productive, how to have less stress. And that's why I love people like Holly and people that we bring onto the show that have a heart for dental assistance and want to help you in the same way that we do. But until next time, Kevin Henry, the host of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast, signing off, wishing you nothing 